You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Leichardt, on the fifth Sunday of Lent. And now here's Father Peter. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At daybreak he appeared in the temple again. And as all the people came to him, he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and Pharisees brought a woman along who had been caught committing adultery. And making her stand there in full view of everybody, they said to Jesus, Master, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. And Moses has orders us in the law to condemn women like this to death by stoning. What have you to say? They asked him this as a test looking for something to use against him. But Jesus bent down and started writing on the ground with his finger. As they persisted with their question, he looked up and said, If there is one of you who has not sinned, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Then he bent down and wrote on the ground again. When they heard this, they went away, one by one beginning with the eldest, until Jesus was left alone with the woman who remained standing there. He looked up and said, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she replied. Neither do I condemn you, said Jesus. Go away and don't sin any more. The Gospel of the Lord. What wonderful hope this story in today's gospel gives us. We, all of us who sin and fail and make mistakes in our lives, today recognise the forgiving power of Jesus. It's a really interesting story because, recall, these scribes and Pharisees weren't there to try and justify the law. They were there putting this to Jesus to test him because they wanted something to use against him. So this was about themselves as well. And here's this poor woman standing surrounded by all these men, ready to stone her to death. Just as an aside, we don't hear about the guy who was involved in this, do we? And Jesus just turns the whole thing on its head and says, well, if you're without sin, fine, go ahead and stone her. The only one amongst that whole gathering of people who was indeed without sin. Fortunately, in our our own time and our own culture, we don't stone people to death anymore, do we? We do it in a different way. We do it through the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, through our media. How often we condemn people in our society from a distance. We don't even, as those scribes and Pharisees today, often front the people. In popular parlance, it's called cancel culture, where we see other people and condemn them for the way that it is perceived that they they operate in society, the apparent sins they may have committed, the wrongdoings they may have done, as if we are the virtuous ones within our media and social medias that we can stand back in judgment of the world. Of course, Jesus today says, you cannot, you must not. But it's not only in those public forums, is it? It often happens in our own personal lives, the way that we we view people around us. Perhaps it's the 
toxic nature of conversations at the so-called water cooler at work, or the way in which we speak to our friends. Pope Francis is really big on condemning gossip. He says how toxic it is in our society. Even if it is true, as it was with today, with this woman caught in adultery, even if it is true, we don't have the right to spread gossip about other people. We should instead imitate Jesus today to try and build people up, to try and encourage them, to try and recognise, well, other people may have their faults. We may condemn them, but it's very hard for us to do that from our own perspective of failing. During this last week, we've been celebrating first reconciliation with the children from our parish. They're all in year three. Just as an aside, I don't really think an eight-year-old is all that conscious of sin, but that's another story. And we spoke to them so much about how their anxiety around it is often about, oh my goodness, I've done all these things wrong and I have to go and tell Father Peter. I tried to speak to them about the fact that this is not about what we do. It's not about our sin. This is once again about God's love for us. God really isn't interested in the fact that we might fail. He's interested in the fact that we might be redeemed from it. And so... Celebrating reconciliation with these children as a priest, as I've been doing for 37 years, is like being stoned to death with popcorn. (laughs) But the reality is that uh, Jesus challenges this woman also. He says to her, go and sin no more. One of the things I find really interesting about that is in Jesus' other encounters with people who have sinned, Nicodemus up in that sycamore tree, remember? The story of people that he meets, the Samaritan woman at the well and so forth. He doesn't say to them, go. He says to them, come, come with me. He invites the tax collectors and the Samaritan women and people like that to follow him. But today he says to this woman, no, go and sin no more. I wonder why. I suspect that he is wanting her to be a witness into the world of what forgiveness can actually mean. Because that woman, remember, still had to live in that village as a known adulterer. And she was, indeed, a walking example of the forgiveness that Jesus had for her. A recognition, if you like, that all of us together, we sin, we fail. But God's love is always present amongst us. And it's placed at this time of year in this fifth week of Lent because we know that what we're going to celebrate over the next week, starting with Palm Sunday will be the ultimatum of Jesus' story, his death and resurrection. And so it seems that this forgiveness that this woman experiences, this encounter with Jesus, is a part of what we take into Holy Week, something that we continue to live in our lives always, that the death and resurrection of Jesus affects our lives by recognising the forgiveness that God has for us. It's so easy, isn't it? for us to be concerned about our own sins and our own failings. And in one sense, indeed, we should. But we also need to focus on the other side of that, of God's forgiveness. But we also need to not fall into the trap of the scribes and Pharisees of condemning others in society, others in our own circle of friends, acquaintances, work uh, people, of condemning them too, always from an external view. We don't know what's gone on in this woman's life. And so we too have that same admonishment from Jesus. If you are without sin, fine, cast the stones. 